I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, and welcome to a new episode of Australian Jams. I'm Gemma, and I'm very glad to be back in a routine. August was a very busy month with three bonus episodes and one regular old episode. Uh, but now we're going to just kind of crack on with some with some new music. I've got Laura here today, a very good friend of mine. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more in detail why she's here specifically at the end of the episode. But for the, now, how Hi. are you? Who are you? What do you do? Tell us again. <laughs> uh, so my name is Laura and I make some music, make a <laughs> music under the name Adeline, so, which is cool. Excellent. Yeah, I have a boring day job, but I won't bore you with that. So It's not that boring. Laura's very good at making gifts, I'll tell you that. Yes. I should get her to make me some. If you're lucky. All right, done. <laughs> uh, so we both have three songs to chat about, but I also have a list of other songs I want to shout out later on. Uh, but let's start with Laura's first song. Which one would you like to talk about first? Let's go, like, oldest to newest. So we'll go with Oscar Key's song and Clubmate. Yes. Really cool track. Um, yeah, Oscar's always had good songs. They're kind of like, I feel like his older sort of releases, maybe a year or two ago, I don't know exactly, were like, you know, you kind of wanted a bit more from him. Yeah. Where this track, you know, he's been around for ages, but it's great to see that there is some still growth and changes and just his vocals and everything in this track feels like it's a little bit more fragile, even though he is a fragile sort of artist. But it's just got more emotion, I feel, in it. Um, Yeah, it kind of reminds me a bit of... Sampha and Taylor McFerrin sort of vibes. So, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I'm, I know that you've been a massive fan of Oscar for a really long yeah. time. He doesn't know, but one day I'll marry him. <laughs> um, I can't believe I admitted that. <laughs> um, so I wrote, I wrote that it's very you, so I wasn't surprised when you chose this. Um, I don't listen to a lot of Oscar Keysung personally. Not that I don't like him. It just doesn't get in there for me. Mm. Um it felt really nineties, but in a in a good way. Like it was almost boy bandish, but not. If that makes sense. Yeah, but then it had like the broken sort of beats and stuff that yeah. brought it back to being a bit more mod. Yeah, and cool. Which I thought, and he's clearly a super talented, not only songwriter but musical mind. Yeah. Um, so it was really cool to listen to it and kind of feel what he. Yeah, you kind can't of put help not there. grooving. Like yeah, you groove, and then the vocals like 
Yeah. Yeah. They're real catchy. He's a really complete artist, I think. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes in the past he may have gotten stuck in that Melbourne bubble, uh, whereas now he's branching out a little bit more, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, going overseas and sort of breaking away and like creating your own identity, I think he's really been able to do that, which is cool. Yeah, it's so awesome. Uh, let's hear some of Clubmate by Oscar Kiesung and come back. Excellent. Um, I've... For my first song, I've chosen um, another Alexander Biggs track, but for a very specific reason. I know that I talk about Alex a mm-hmm. lot. Um, I obviously adore him as a songwriter and as an artist and as a person. Um, but he last month released uh, his second EP called Whatever Helps You Sleep. Um, and it's, again, really great, all those things. But at the end, the very last song of the EP is a song called The Worst We've Ever Been. Um, and I was so, so, so excited to see this made it onto the EP because uh, this was actually a song. I don't know how much uh, Alex or Sabby, his manager, would be happy with me saying, but let's see. <laughs> um, this is a song that Alex actually wrote years ago. Um, and I've actually had a copy of this song for a really long time. Um, and it was when he was in a really tumultuous time of his life Um very early in my having met Alex as well. So this song is really representative of um, my friendship with him or it's significant in my friendship with him because it was the first time that I heard it and I was like, you are you are a, a, an absolutely wonderful songwriter and you've got a big future. And I used to listen to this song all the time. So I was, I'm really excited that they re-recorded it in the context of the EP and put it on there because I think it's really uh, indicative of Alex's songwriting um, and his ability to emote in a really simple way but still kind of hit you in the face with that kind of emotional part. Um, the, I've, I'm just going to read what I wrote. <laughs> Reading your notes there, Gemma. <laughs> um, it's the lyrics are heartbreaking, beautiful, and convey so much emotion is kind of the best way I can say it because I'm not nearly as eloquent as Alex is. <laughs> um, but I, the best thing I can do is recommend sitting down and listening to song and actually listening to the lyrics because um, it probably represents a lot of young relationships as well and the breakdown of those and that kind of awkward period right before you maybe gonna se- separate or <laughs> like part ways. <laughs> You know, it's just kind of that last little gasp of that relation. And it's, it's yeah, it's really wonderful. Yeah, like I feel like with the artists and stuff that we picked this week, I hate like comparing artists to other artists, but it's the best way to sort of, I guess, help people who have never heard the tracks and never heard the artists. So I feel like, especially with this track from Alex, it de- definitely reminds me of like Bonnie Burr type vibes and like to see him also grow as an artist from just being very kind of guitar-y singer songwriter to like being a real musician with like the whole package even though it is still so simple and everything he does looks like it's all very true to himself and the imagery is always beautiful and I kind of have been seeing like some other artists try and emulate that and they just don't execute it quite as well as Alex. But, yeah, I think I I sort of started 
like I met him around the same sort of time as you and stuff and just to see like how quickly he's his career has sort of launched but how much he's also grown as a person and as an artist and everything and it's definitely like represented in everything he does which is really nice yeah and I think his and full credit to Alex but I think his meeting Sabby and working with Sabby as his manager has a really big impact on that and I think she has a very similar vision to what he does about the visual package of the music Mm. um so I think that's had a really big impact and she's let him do his own thing but made sure that it's within the end goal kind of thing. Yeah, like it's all very raw but very pretty. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll stop talking badly about it and listen to Alex sing well We're about it. We're talking not badly about his music, <laughs> just not eloquently. No, no eloquently. exactly. Uh, so this is a bit of The Worst We've Ever Been by Alexander Biggs, but uh, I definitely recommend going and sitting and listening to the song as a whole because... Uh, yeah, it'll it'll make you cry. Depression got the best of us. What with you trying to get a job and you got sick as if that weren't enough. Life threw you sucker punch, and I was too tired to be in love. Oh my fucking music sucks no matter how much effort i put in i doubt it wasn't love laura's next song yes okay it's um <laughs> bernoffi muscle memory yes this track is just so cool like bernoffi like Gemma and i while this tracks were sort of playing we were chatting about how both oscar and bernoffi have kind of you know gone overseas and written and like oh my god bernoffi's like been on tour with charlie xcx like on playing with taylor swift she's just really come into her own as a person and like you can just i don't know if if you do follow her on instagram and stuff you've probably seen like she's just so genuinely happy or it comes across like that and like her music i think has just gotten to another level because of her i guess mindset and everything and breaking away from australia like the australian music scene was so like lucky we have so many amazing music artists and everything but it's so clicky so it's hard to sort of get out of that little circle and be your own artist and Bonoffi's been a music artist here in Melbourne for like a while in other bands and things like that. So for her to go over and just like work with other producers and stuff, it's really cool. And like if you see the video, she's in this weird, like I didn't know it was her until I like messaged her being like, oh my God, that's so cool. And yeah, so she was in like a vacuum I don't know really what it is, like a sheet, but they suckle the air out of it. And the whole video clip is just her sort of moving around. There's like a little mouthpiece for the air supply. It was was creepy, but really cool. And it's just, yeah, it's a really nice track. Again, about that relationship type thing where it's like a failed relationship, but you still, you know, if they, if someone touched you, it brings back those memories of when they touched you, that kind of like muscle memory type thing. Yeah. Um, funny you said some of the things you said because I've literally word for word got that written down as well. So mm-hmm. we both feel the yeah. same way. 
Um, Same mind, one mind. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um, the production is obviously really cool. I only started really getting to Bonoffi when she released Ripe. Mm. Prior to that, I wasn't the biggest fan of her. Um, but this song is fucking sick as well. Yeah. And she's just, yeah, kind of become her own person rather than any oppressive kind of uh, situation that maybe she was under here. Yeah, or like I think um, a lot of the music in Melbourne for ages was all very similar and I feel like Bonoffi was a leader in that style but everybody else was copying that style so she kind of just became... One of the pack. Yeah, one of the pack where now she's like forging her own. Yeah. Again. Um, And it... It's so cool to watch her grow as an artist and just be able to do the things. Or from from the outside, it seems she's doing the things that she wants to do now, which is really really cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's hear some of Muscle Memory by Benoffi. Instruments aside, did you know that Yamaha has a home entertainment selection so you can bring that trademark sound quality home? Choose from a range of Bluetooth speakers, soundbars, and even full home theatre fit-outs that both music and movie fans will enjoy. Visit them on Instagram or Facebook at Yamaha AVAU. I've chosen Last Night by Grace as uh, another song of mine. Um, Grace... I featured a few episodes ago with her single Kissing Boys because it's just a really fun pop song. Um, This song is next level, though. This song has a choral kind of thing come in, which everyone knows I love, vocal harmonies and choruses, and she has a really beautiful voice and uses it in a really clever way, and she she does things just enough. It's never too much. Um, So then when she's singing over this chorus behind her, it's just really, really stunning. Um, That just got me. Uh, The rest of the song is fucking great, but that chorus is the thing that got me over the line with this song. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of – it just sounds big and I really (laughs) like it and it gets stuck in my head and it's excellent. I hadn't really, I have to admit, heard of Grace that much. I don't know. I'm probably one of the worst people to have on Australian dance <laughs> because I don't listen to Australian music that much. Um, oops. But, no, I was I was listening to it yesterday when I was in the car and, yeah, like, she's got a really great voice and everything like that and I was, like, quite intrigued. Like, I want to hear more from her or, like, actually sit down and go through what else she's put out. So Yeah, well, she did um, the song with Hayden James and that kind of made – she featured as a vocalist on it and that kind of put her on the map. So then Kissing Boys did well because people knew her from there and wanted to hear more and, and yeah. that's kind of set her on a really awesome trajectory because she is super talented. She's not just a feature vocalist. She can stand on her own two feet. Yeah. But that kind of gave her the platform to do all the other things, which is cool. Mm. Uh, I just – yeah, I really, really like her and I'm – I'm keen to see what's happening for her in the next six to 12 months. Yeah. Because I think it, she could explode pretty quickly, um, all things considered. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So I'm going to play a bit of the song. I'm going to definitely make sure it's one of the choral bits because mm-hmm. I love that shit. This is Last Night by Grace. And I 
Laura's just uh, laughing at me being a dork. Mm. Yep. I uh, have no shame in that. Your last song? Yes. So my last song is Beck Sandridge. Yep. I said her last name right. I'm like, I get really scared. Like you hear so many people say other people's names with their music artists all the time. But my name as well. People don't know how to say it. Well, I was going to say, Jeremy, you should know from when we played, what card game did we play? Um, Cards of Humanity. <laughs> and I'm just humanity. like, I can't, I can't say words. So I just <laughs> give up sometimes. But anyway, her track Animal and... You know, if you know me, you know I'm into my dark electronic sort of industrial style stuff. So Gemma was quite surprised when I picked this track. But I just thought it's been like, it's been a while since Beck put out a track and she's just like a very visually striking person and her music is the same sort of thing. Again, it's like that whole package of, it just draws you in. And um, I wanted to listen to the track knowing that also Gab did a bit of project, Production on it, Japanese wallpaper, and intrigued me a bit. And so I took a listen. I was like, ah, I really like this song. And just um, like early in the year, I was talking a lot to my pal Zach Abrams when they were doing Triple J um, Like a Version with Annika, Alice Ivy, and just like how people tore Annika down a bit for her appearance and other pe- and like the rest of the girls that were performing with her and just how the same sort of thing happened to Beck. So I started to get more interested in learning more about Beck and her story and her music and stuff. And it's just. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's like people are horrible, like really like men are horrible. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just thought I really want to support this artist because she does some pretty great things. Yeah. yeah. Beck's fucking awesome. Um, the song, the photo. First off, I want to shout out Julia, who was on an episode a couple of weeks ago. I hope they didn't really throw a dart towards her face. No, because it's like um, terrifying. <laughs> so, if anyone's not seen the press shot that comes along with this, it is flipping awesome. And so, all of Beck's press shots all are done by Julia, um, who was on the episode, the podcast. A Gemma few weeks has ago. a girl crush on Julia. I do have a girl crush on Julia. She's amazing, um, and she'd probably laugh hearing that. Um, so the photo is awesome, just the whole package is great, but also the song mm. kicks ass, and I've written, it's like a punch in the face, 
It really is though. Well, She's but always. No, but like, it's not as mean in, as a punch on the face. Not it's mean more like in terms of energetic. energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just want to kind of dance to it. And see, so it kind of reminds me like the energy of it and everything of like a Roy Sop and Robin type track where it's just like, yeah, like you get your hairbrush out and you're like really into it. Yeah. And Beck is so theatrical as well. And yeah. that's just the nature of her voice. Uh, which is just another cool thing about her. And a lot of people probably uh, don't like that. Who cares? Like, that's her and she's being her and it's really, really cool. Yeah. So I'm glad she's – it sounds like she's had a bit of a tough year since she last released a song as well. So I'm glad she's kind of out on the other side releasing a really, really good track and and about to do a whole bunch of really cool stuff. So go back. Uh, Let's hear a bit of Animal. Before we talk about my last song, um, I've got, because it's been so long since I've released a normal episode, um, I've got a few other songs I want to give a shout out to that you can actually um, see me updating the Australian Jams 2018 Spotify playlist as well. I'll, I'll link to that. All these songs are in there and they're all excellent, uh, but I want to give them a shout out on here as well. Um, so Kilns, they're a new Melbourne band. They're um, Mickey Cooper, if anyone's heard him, um, and a few of his friends that used to be in Salador together. So I think there are a few people that might know Salador. Um, so Kilns, K-I-L-N-S, their first single is called Go Slowly, and I was really almost about to put this in to talk about it in full today and throw like throw that, that at Laura when she arrived because I really want to talk about it a lot but um <laughs> and I'd be like what are we listening yeah to so right? go go and listen to this one it's it's so so good and Mickey Cooper's lyrics are next level so that's really cool um Fields who was at the Australian Jam's first birthday uh kill the moon it's a Fields is kicking all sorts of goals at the moment, and this song is one of the reasons. Um, Nussie, she was also at the first birthday, Australian Jam's first birthday. She and those two used to play in a band together? They used to, yes. Um, this song's called Lights Go Out, and Nussie's really taken the next step this year as well with her singles. She's been featured on some really cool stuff, and um, I'm really, really excited for her to see that taking off because she, she – is a pop artist and it can be really difficult to be a pop artist in Australia. Especially um, if you're not like supported by a massive label and whatnot. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And she is self-managed and, and doing all these things herself. So I've got a lot of respect for her and the song is really, really good. Um, Rat Hammock, they released June, uh, the same day that Fields released his song and that Alexander Biggs released his EP. So that was a big day. Um, so Rat Hammock, June and Yukio has released an EP called Fantasy. So have a listen to that as well. Laura's got a shout out she wants to do too. Yeah. Mine's my guilty pleasure. So there's no guilt in it. No, but I'm not a big pop person, No, but, uh, Troy Sivan, like <laughs> what a dream boat. So he had his album come out called Bloom. And it's just, it's so good. And I've just been, I just started following him on Instagram yesterday, but I've been seeing him pop up everywhere. Cause like I'm a big reality TV. Yeah. I'm obsessed. <laughs> and so I follow Bella Haddad and a few of those people and he's like popping up in their Instagrams and stuff like that. But like, you know, he started off being more of a YouTube 
video vlogger type person. And then he put out his song. I can't remember what it's called, but my housemate at the time actually filmed it with like with his production company that he had and stuff. And he's like, this guy's going to blow up and look at him now. And he like openly came out as gay when he was quite young as a vlogger. And that was like a pretty big thing a few years ago for and I mean, just for any teenager to sort of go through. So like, he's been very open about his journey and all of that kind of thing. And just also seeing, you know, a kid go from singing to like a man, it's, you know, their voice changes quite a bit, but his voice is just so nice. So <laughs> should listen to the album. It's really good. <laughs> so those are our other little notes. Uh, but okay. The reason Laura's here is because she's actually releasing or has just released by okay. the time this comes out, her first song as Adeline, mm-hmm. uh, called autumn winter. Yeah. And it premiered as a video at clipped. Yeah. Fringe Festival, Sydney Fringe Festival, which was crazy. Well, by the time this happens, I could probably, like, when this airs, because it airs in the future, I could tell you what it was like, but I haven't been yet, so I'm going <laughs> to say that it'll be crazy. But um, we got a really nice Airbnb, because Rob, the director of the video, is coming and his girlfriend, and so we'll pop champagne bottles and put all that on Instagram, so <laughs> can you check that out. Um, so let's talk about the song. So I've obviously heard this song in every single incantation of it. Yeah. Oh, um, and it, can I also just say though, but it's also, if you want to listen, watch the video right now, head to Cult Blot or Cult Blot. I'm oh. probably saying it wrong, but it means cold blood in German. I'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah. So they premiered it. They're a Berlin blog and they're really cool. So yeah. that made my day when that happened. <laughs> so I obviously know everything behind this song but can you tell us um the process of writing not just this song but the other songs you've got that are a package with this yeah so there's sort of four tracks that i originally intended to put out as an ep but like being my first sort of release as a new artist i thought why not chop it up shop it for parts like just release (laughs) lots of singles kind of thing um so I went to Europe last year thinking that I would just like go over there and write songs and, you know, all that kind of stuff where I ended up not writing anything at all, but just enjoying my time. And then when I came back to Australia, I just started demoing and autumn, winter was like the first thing that I came up with. I just like sort of found a beat, chopped it up and whatnot. And then the lyrics for it, I actually wrote before I went to Europe when I was actually living with you, Gemma. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so I wrote the lyrics for the song and before I'd written the song and then it all just kind of fit well together and I had all these tracks. I had 11 tracks sort of, you know, like brought it down to 11 songs that I really liked and being a still a fairly new sort of producer and not really knowing my full way around Ableton or Logic, I was like, I need to work with someone to help me get this to the end. So I'd met... Afa or Becky Witten and I just emailed her I wasn't sure if it would be her vibe or anything but just asked her if she knew anybody or if she would like to do it because I really wanted to work with a female producer only have working really with males before and um yeah so then we met up and then I went over to her house and we started working on all the tracks and it just happened really quickly it was really great and um yeah, we went into the studio to record vocals only 
booking one day thinking we'll just get this one track done and then we'll do the rest but we ended up recording vocals for all the songs in the day which was really great I mean it helps when I only write four lines per track (laughs) but um yeah I just yeah wanted to take time since leaving like Arcadia and stuff like that and really focus on my style of music and my production and like be myself as an artist where before I felt like I didn't really know who I was as an artist and I think it kind of came you know as well as a person a little bit even though I'm getting old and I should figure myself out a bit more by now but yeah it just was really nice to take I think it's been two years just over two years since I released music so it was nice to take the time to do all that and the video was intense so yeah yeah it was the first time I had to really act since I was like 15 so yeah it was good so um are you willing to tell us a little bit more about the backstory behind the songs themselves about autumn winter yeah yeah well autumn winter I guess it's just like whenever I write music and stuff like that I try pick sort of an emotion and whatnot and so Um, and sometimes I don't even really realize what I'm writing about until someone else sort of talks about it, like Rob, the director. And so autumn winter kind of represents, you know, I guess death in a way or like darkness and the ending of times and stuff where spring, which comes after that is more like life and that kind of thing. And so it's sort of about, um, you know, I guess a lot of different things like breaking away from expectations that your family puts on you or like like my family I can't come from a pretty religious background and you know always told to dress a certain way act a certain way be a certain way and it was kind of like you know you've got one life and you gotta live with yourself so like fuck everything like what other people think you should be doing and just like do it your own way so that's what I wanted to do with this music and the imagery and the video and everything like that, like wear what I wanted to wear and do what I wanted to do and whatnot. So it's sort of about that. And then the video in it as well is sort of like about a really dark sort of relationship, which like I can very relate to, like I had a really bad relationship in high school and whatnot that became quite abusive, like ended with police involved in court and all that kind of stuff. So it's sort of being like, And you just don't even know it. Like, you're in this cycle of abuse and you think, they love me, I love them, We, you know, star-crossed lovers, this is what love is like when you're young and dumb. But it's kind of like, no, you can get out of this really bad time and have a good time even though it feels like you can't get out of it. So it's, yeah, just kind of like breaking away from all that shit. And that's in the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Take away from all the fun. Okay, I'll just let you listen to it. (laughs) Um, So Laura's very kindly let us uh, add the let me, because it's just me. I don't know why (laughs) I keep saying us, Um, the full version of this song. So we're going to finish with the full version of Autumn Winter by Adeline. I'll also have links to Laura's social media in the notes so you can keep track of all the other things that are going on. I have, like, no followers on Facebook. So So if you want to be my – yeah, but – I'm more active on Instagram. Instagram's the shit. Um, I don't know why I said that. So thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me and making me coffee and stuff. It's We're nice. going to have Uber Eats now. Um, but here mm-hmm. is Autumn Winter by Adeline and uh, keep keep an eye on what she's doing because the other songs are excellent. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Laura. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.